I'm Lachlan Rouston, and this is Raph Friedman, and we are best known as hosts of the Mind Muscle Project podcast. And you're listening to the top resource for personal trainers, fitness coaches, and gym owners, the In The Black Business Podcast. All right, Project, welcome back to this week's episode. Today, we are going to be talking about the three most important factors that drive revenue and in turn drive profitability. Uh, And we're going high level today, right? So, uh, we want to talk about these because recently I picked up a book. I realized that you had actually read it already, Raf. It's by a previous guest of the show, Alex Hormozzi. He's known very, very famously for his company, Gym Launch, uh, which was a basically a lead generation marketing. Uh, sales program for gym owners, uh, micro gym owners. I'd say had mostly success in the US, didn't really capture any of the global market as well. And that's kind of all the comments we'll reserve about where we got this idea from. But I just want to give him credit because this is where the, the kind of topics for the episode come from. All our other opinions uh, we will we'll reserve about uh, him and his, and his books and his company. So today, what we want to talk about is the market, the offer and the, the sales skills. So, these three factors really determine at a high level and I think he's done well in identifying them here, um, how successful your business can be. And if any one of these factors is often, depending on what order they're off in, can really cripple the success of a business. So, what I mean by that is the market comes first. So, if the market is not right, so if the examples is poor, uh, average and really good. So, if the market is poor, okay, it doesn't matter how good the offer and the scale skills are, you're extremely limited in how much, uh, how much money you can make or how successful your business can be. Yeah, and, and we've experienced this so much just in our own time running gyms. You know? Yeah. So, probably the first example was... Oh, sorry, but before you get into the absolute yeah. examples, the opposite I would say is like if the market is extremely good, then offer and sales skills can be really poor and you can still have a lot of success. Definitely, right? So, we're, we're doing this in order of importance. So, market and then what offer you're giving to the market and how good your sales skills are. So, just first, I guess, examples would be like, yeah, if you own a gym, it's like market is like how much people want to do CrossFit training. Offer is like, hey, you get one week free and then you sign up for um, $70 a week. Yeah. And then the sales skills is like how you sit them down and actually sign them up to yeah. the membership. I guess like, yeah, it's like everything. It's like your follow-up and you know after they leave your phone number, that whole process, right? Those are the three factors. Most of the time, we're probably talking about the sales skills. Yeah. Because um, that's obviously seriously lacking and market is hard to change. So, that's why we don't spend too long on it, but it's still important to address some Good stories, I guess, about us experiencing this was before we opened our gyms, the market for CrossFit training was was crazy. It was that perfect scenario where like there weren't that many gyms opened yet. At 45 hadn't started. Or yeah. maybe it just started. No, hadn't started. Yeah. Hadn't started. Yeah. But what was twenty twelve it started. So like when we were first doing CrossFit, first yeah. walking the CrossFit gym, say twenty eleven, like there weren't that many CrossFit gyms and the demand was was going through the roof. Yeah, yeah. So the supply was low, demand was high. So we were just sitting in the gym. We had to like lock the door on a Sunday when we're training because people kept walking in trying to sign up. Yeah. Literally that's what's happening, right? And that's like the strong market. And that's why when we first got into it, we probably had over um, you know delusion about how easy it was gonna be. You know, and then we experienced the other side of that where the market is shriveling for CrossFit training, it can become so hard to get crossbacks. I mean how many times you refresh your website doesn't make much difference. Yeah. And then probably the most crazy example was in the last three months where we had a, a lockdown, which is like such a dramatic change. You know, gyms are shut. What happens then is like you're only allowed to leave your home for like four reasons. Mm. Like shopping, I don't know, like going to the doctor, getting a vaccine and exercise. So the demand for training was really high. You could only do PT. So the supply was like plummeted because every yeah, yeah. gym had closed. You couldn't go to any time first, like fitness. You couldn't go to anything, right? You couldn't even go to a group class gym. So there was so few supplies. It was just PTs doing one-on-one sessions. So, you know, we signed up, you know, probably three times what we normally sign up with 
a quarter as much effort. Yeah. No ads or anything. People just like begging to like give us their money. Yeah. That was just market. Yeah. Market had gone crazy and obviously that came to an end as well. Yeah. And even if our offer in that situation, using the most recent example, even the offer of like what we had was good. Like, yeah, we had a bit more equipment than the next, you know, person mm. in the park and, you know, we had good programming and we had good coaches. Yeah, like it's it's a good offer for sure. It's not drastically better than the next offer of some other person no. doing PT with some slightly less equipment. And it was actually was a pretty shitty offer because we didn't even have a gym or anything. You know, compared to an offer now, we're like, oh, we do your nutrition. We'll set you up in this gym. We're going to do that. It's like, we didn't do any of that shit. We were in the park. It was like raining some days. Yeah. It wasn't that good. No. And, and we charged premium rates. Really we premium. Charged, we charged yeah. full price. Yeah. You know, which is the same as our gym rates. And I mean, what helps is that we have good enough sales skills mm. I and mean, you know I mean we have I'd say we have exceptional sales skills by comparison to the other people in the industry but the market was so good it didn't, didn't matter it didn't really didn't matter, matter. Didn't really and, matter. and to be frank I would say my sales skills were worse than normal because I had the volume to get through I didn't have time to take the time as, as I would normally would my yeah. follow-ups were a bit slower yeah. because we were busy and there was like so many coming through and you probably you know it's just the way it is so sales skills are probably worse off was probably worse but market was crazy yeah and, and in that time you know we did really well like you said, sign up more people, our costs were lower. Um, it was just a perfect example of like just nailing it at the right time. Like yeah, right getting time. that timing right with the market. And that's so critical to think about. So I think the best time to think about this is probably, you know, before you open your gym or when you're thinking about a big pivot. And it's, it's why you have to make a big pivot eventually because, you know, almost guaranteed if you had an idea for a gym five years ago, three years ago, the market's changed a bit. Yeah, you know, and at some point, it's not because you were wrong. Then you just got to change. Or yeah. other people have seen your success and gone, "There's still more market share here. Let's get in there." And, and now it's got more competition. Yeah, now it's more more saturated. And also, just like yeah, maybe the the fashion's changed. Yeah, you know. Yeah, lots of people wanted to lift barbells and drop them overhead. Very few people want to do that anymore. Very few people want to actually go into a dirty gym, into a warehouse hangar, and just snatch and drop barbells overhead. And and you know, you can't control your market. It's totally out of your control. But what you can do is you can choose what you're going to offer. So you know, you can choose which market to be in. Yeah. So it's like, you can't just sit there help. It's like, oh, it's not my fault. Like no one wants CrossFit training anymore. It's like, yeah, but you have the choice to change that. Yeah. So it still is within your control, even though you can't control the market really. Yeah. So the offer, when it comes to the offer, let's use the example of say, when the market's not as good. So in normal times, say the market is like semi-private group training PT, right? That's what most gyms are going after. The market, like the, the demand is there for sure, but because the market is so saturated, now obviously you've got demand, you've got inquiries, but now it kind of comes down to your offer. Like what are you offering compared to the next gym that's better, that's more enticing? And the whole premise is you need to be offering something that for them, it sounds like this is one, a little bit different, quite unique, but almost is like a no-brainer if you know if they're the right fit for the gym. And I think that that's what we did so well coming out of the first lockdown, which was our 2.0 model, which was our semi-private model is... We went from really offering the same thing as everyone else, right? We just charged a little bit more because, you know, we had better operations, we had better coaches. But at the end of the day, it was like, hey, sign up for our group class. It costs $80 a week. If you want to train a bit more, it costs $100 a week. And then it went from, okay, now our offer is don't ever train in a group of more than six. They're like, oh, I've never heard that before. Get your own strength program, right? We will customize your strength program to the body parts you want to grow, to the injuries we want to work around to the goals that you have and the motivation that you have and how often you want to train and you have a coach, you know, revisit it and build it every week and then you also do cardio in a group. People are like, huh, that's a really good offer. So, it's kind of like a mix of PT and group. Yeah, at this point, the market's educated enough, it's big enough that an offer like this hit home really well and we saw a lot of success. All of a sudden, 
now there's less pressure on the sales skills because the offer is so good. It's unique in itself. People are like, I can see that this is different. Now, when you position yourself that way, when the offer is so different, the sales skills matter less because you don't have competition really. Yes, there's, yeah, obviously, like I said, there is some competition, but because your offer is so unique, they're like, I've never really heard of this anywhere else, right? So you can kind of charge what you want in some ways because there's no price comparison. When it's, well, I do group training with barbells and CrossFit, they're like, but that gym down the road is 60 bucks, so why are you 80? There's an instant price comparison. That's what you're trying to avoid as much as possible, right? So that's why when, say, for example, uh, you take Ev, my partner's gym, she doesn't really have much competition, right? Adult gymnastics training can't really get that anywhere else except online and most people that want to learn a handstand can't really get it in person anywhere else there's a few gymnastics gyms but they're very few and far between so it's kind of like you have a good offer you know you've got a market demanding your sales skills don't need to be as good because it's just like you are the only ones yeah. that can do it so it's just like hey this is the price do you want it take it or leave it you know but when that offer is so similar so much of it comes down to your sales skills right that's when we probably did most of our learning in our sales skills when our offer was group fitness. Yeah, and, and just, you know, pretty template, pretty pretty average. I think I think as well, you know, the only good offer would people would often try was just like, oh, just like do it free, you know, for a week and then get started training, which yeah. is like, I mean, it's okay, but it's not great, you know, because you're like, oh, it's like, hey, pretty good. I can try for a free, like risk week for a week, you know, risk free. But then it's like, I start paying. I'm probably going to pay forever, you know, because there's no like end date to it. You're just like, oh, you just like keep paying forever. I'm not really sure what, what result I'm going to get. It's about the same price, maybe a little bit more than the other person down the road. It's like not that enticing. Yeah. And trying to do the free thing is like a losing battle because like fitness first and there's other gyms, they offer like free for like months sometimes. Mm. You know, you'd be like, don't pay anything till next year. And it's like October. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. So trying to, trying to battle people with hundreds of millions of dollars in their bank account is like a bad idea because, you know, they're happy to lose money for a while and then just make it on the back end when you forget you got a gym membership. Yeah. So going down like the free for a certain period is like generally a bad option for people. And yeah. if you try and get more money up front, then yeah, usually it really, really helps your business. Um, so yeah, offer is a, I think it's probably also the most fun one to tweak because it's like easy to tweak. You can just sit around literally and it's like within a day, come up with three or four different ones that, you know, you want to try. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we've done that at Locker Room and probably the biggest way we've done it is just by adding in more and more things so that it can't be compared to getting a personal trainer anymore. If you'd like to continue listening to this episode, head over to our new podcast feed by searching In the Black, The Mind Muscle Project, wherever you're listening to this show, or head to the link in the description below. This is where we will now host all of our amazing fitness business content related to growing gyms, how to make money as a fitness influencer, and all our business interviews, like the one with Whoop founder, Will Ahmed. Again, search In the Black, The Mind Muscle Project to get all the full-length fitness business shows ad free. Make sure to click follow and subscribe when you're there so you don't miss a new episode. See you on the other feed.